I'm a different person when I journal in the morning. I am so much more calm when I pick up my phone, when I answer emails. I am so much more grounded and I am very centered in who I am and the way I feel about myself. Hi there, I'm Kelly Tennant and welcome to The Platform Podcast, where we get real so you can be well. Each week, I sit down to have authentic conversations with the leading voices in health and wellness to help you detox your life and give you the tools to feel your best and most vibrant self. My guests are here to educate you on the latest healing remedies, ancient wisdom, and alternatives to the traditional path. I've personally curated the platform to elevate your mind, body, and spirit. Hey everyone, I hope you're having an amazing day. Guess what? I am back by myself. So the funny thing is, I was really scared to do my first solo episode, but people loved it so much that I have to do it again. And we decided to make this regular thing every month. So once a month, you get to hear from me all by myself. And if this is an episode you're listening to before you listen to the first solo episode, please go back and listen to the episode called Opening Up with Me so that you have some background on what I'm talking about today because I think it's super important that you hear my health journey and everything I've been going through and kind of what I'm up to before I talk about this stuff because I'm skipping over that now since I already told you everything before. So in today's episode... We're doing some fun stuff. I'm not going to get into a long story about my sad health journey that was 13 years long of me being misdiagnosed and treated bad by Western medicine. Great. I already talked about that enough. <laughs> Today, I'm going to be answering so many questions I asked on Instagram, what questions people had for my solo episode. And you guys came in hot. So we're going to address all of that as much as I possibly can. And then I'm going to tell you about everything that we're up to at the platform right now, which is a lot. So much so that I have been having a few panic attacks because I think that I committed myself to a few too many things. And my poor team that I love so much, they are the only reason that this all works. They are my saving grace, is working over time, constantly trying to make all of this happen because we're creating some awesome stuff, but it is a lot all at once. And we're growing really fast, which is exciting. But we are small. We are mighty though. And we're just trying to keep up with all of you loving the show. So I'm so excited to address a ton of questions about functional medicine, how to find a doctor, IUDs, birth control, what I'm into right now, what my bath time looks like, because apparently I'm a five-year-old again, and things like what I do to love myself daily. And can you believe in God, but also the energy work and spiritual world at the same time? I loved the question you guys sent in. So we're going to get into all of that. So let's get this started. All right, so I'm sure you could tell in the open that I have a lot of energy today and I'm feeling kind of (laughs) quirky. Every day I've been pulling cards in the morning when I'm journaling and staging my house and having my quiet me time. And every day I've been pulling cards that tell me that I need to invite more play into my life. And for those of you that know me well, 
I am a very serious person. I'm super type A. I'm very controlling and I can get super intense, (laughs) which is why in high school, everyone thought I was such a bitch um, because I get this look on my face. It's really just because I'm thinking, but I look super angry. So that aside, I am trying to have more fun. And this is what I am like when I get weird and you know, when I'm with my friends or my family and I feel super comfortable, I get really dorky and kind of silly. And I'm just trying to tap into that a little more. So I feel like the first solo episode of opening up was definitely a little more deep and intense. And I'm feeling kind of light today. And I'm going to address so many questions. And I'm kind of dancing over here. You can't see me, but I'm shimmying. And I'm just going to roll with it. So I hope you enjoy a different side of me. The first thing I want to talk about is our amazing event coming up on Saturday at Women's Space. It's called Gather. And I basically got together all of my favorite people and brands in one room because I selfishly want to hang out with them. And if you put on an event, people will come and it's really fun. So there will be an intimate gathering at Women's Space at 2 o'clock on Saturday. And it will be myself talking about healing and how to implement my protocol into your life. My dear friend, Lisa Divine, who is my psychic and spiritual guide. And she's going to walk us through the Divine Feminine and how to tap into that. And she's going to do an angel channeling. And Paula Malice is going to get us started because she is the queen. And she will be doing a circle and leading us in circles. So we're all going to sit in an actual circle. And she's going to lead us through that. And it is the most healing and amazing and connected experience you could ever ask for. I love it so much. I go there regularly. I'm a huge fan of her. And if you haven't heard her episode on the show, it's so awesome. So please go back and check out Paula Malice's episode. So we'll be doing that. And if you would like to join us, which I know you want to come because I have awesome friends and some pretty great healers. So you need to be there. You can go to thisisthepatform.com slash gather and sign up, get an invitation, get your ticket. You only have a couple days left. It is Saturday. So hop on that, sister. All right. So here is what is going on over here at the platform before I get to all of these amazing questions you guys sent in. We are doing all of the things. Not only are we still doing the podcast twice a week with all of our incredible guests, we're launching some great stuff right now. So we have Gather and our journal is launching on Friday, which is tomorrow. So if you go to thisistheplatform.com slash journal, you can sign up. We'll send you an email as soon as it's live and where you can buy it. I'm so excited for this journal. I, If you follow me on Instagram, every single day I post myself journaling and doing my cards and my staging and my crystals and my whole woo-woo shenanigan. And I created this journal because I want you all to experience the healing power of journaling and what that can look like for you. And we put all these amazing prompts in there and ways for you to manifest and self-care and reflect and talk about what you're feeling in your body and in your heart and how the two correlate and how you can just really surrender and let go. It's based on the new moons and the full moons. And I can't wait to have it because the journal that I write in right now is like my high school notebook that I used to take quote unquote notes in during class. 
maybe like write love letters to boys. I don't know. But it's ugly. And I was like, no, we're getting rid of this. Let's create something beautiful. So I can't wait for you guys to have that. So we've been working on that. Lena, who handles all of my branding and website development slash everything else that we do at the platform. That poor girl is so overworked. Um, she is creating that as we speak, sending me messages, asking me what to do and how to move things and whatnot. So that is going to be ready for you tomorrow. And I can't wait. And then we're launching our first big course in March. And I am so excited about this. I was on the phone all morning with so many amazing women that are in the course. And we are filling up so fast. I didn't know what this was going to look like because it is the first big one we've had. We had intention and detox earlier this year, but this is the first really big course we're doing. And it's all about healing, the multi-layers of healing and how I have healed my body and my soul and how you can too. And I'm going to teach you how to do that step-by-step in four weeks. And you'll have an amazing community around you to support you. I will be there to answer all of your questions. And I am teaching you how to blend the autoimmune protocol with Ayurveda and functional medicine. And yes, I know that sounds like a lot, but just take a breath because I'm going to walk you through what that actually is. (laughs) So my battle with my health has been for 14 years. So I've done all the things. I've seen all the doctors. I've tried all the diets. I've been a vegan. I've been a vegetarian. I've done the autoimmune protocol. I've done Ayurveda. I've done keto. I've done paleo. I've done Whole30. Because I didn't know how to heal myself and I just used myself as a guinea pig. But the good thing about doing that is that I learned what works. And when I was doing the autoimmune protocol, I just felt like there were things missing because I wasn't fully healing from that. And when I was introduced to Ayurveda and functional medicine, I realized why it wasn't working completely. It's because there were definite holes that our autoimmune protocol is very scientific-based. Ayurveda and functional medicine is really the whole mind-body connection and is very preventative. And it's very about getting to the root of the problem. And The autoimmune protocol is important, but if you don't look at your emotions and your stress levels and your sleep, you're never going to get better. So let me back up. I'm sure a lot of you are like, Kelly, what is the autoimmune protocol? I will tell you. The autoimmune protocol is a stricter version of paleo and it's focused on healing inflammation that causes autoimmune disease, chronic illness, pain, fatigue. And when I found it, it definitely changed my life. This was the biggest turning point for me before I found Dr. Lekos and Marta at Serious Spa. This was really, this was it. Nothing else I had done had made such a big shift. And what it does is it takes out coffee, alcohol, sugar, grains, gluten, dairy, nightshade vegetables, spices, and some other details that I'll get into why I don't want to go into that right now. But it takes out all these triggers. And so what happens is when you take all of that out of your body, your gut is able to heal. And as you know from listening to this show, your gut 
is the most important thing when you're talking about healing from anything chronic, any inflammation. So once you heal the gut, everything else calms down, your immune system calms down, the fire dies down, and then the inflammation goes away, the pain goes away, the brain fog lifts, you're able to see straight again, and you can get out of bed, you can probably do more social activities than you had done before. It's all back to the gut. And so you can see how this would make such a big change. But for me, I wasn't getting to the root of my emotional issues, which was triggering the gut problems. So traumas that I'd had in my life, not setting boundaries for myself, not living authentically to who I am, stressing, anxiety-ridden, allowing people to treat me poorly, being in bad relationships, all of the toxins in my life from my products and my relationships, all those things, I wasn't addressing that with the autoimmune protocol because it's very scientific. And so it, it just felt like I wasn't incorporating that. And when I found Ayurveda, I learned things like you shouldn't have cold water. You should only have room temperature water or hot water. And you should really give your body four to six hours between meals because that's how long it takes for you to digest and how important fasting is. If that works for you, it's not for everyone, I will say that, but it works amazing for me. How important sleep is, working through your emotions. That's why I talk about journaling all the time. And then the functional medicine part of incorporating the proper supplements based on whether it's a stool test and you know that you have SIBO or you're missing good bacteria, all that stuff. And so what I'm doing now is putting together a protocol that worked for me and healed my body, but making it simple. Because if you research the autoimmune protocol, it is so convoluted and detailed and difficult. And I think that's why it hasn't reached enough people. And so I'm making it more simple and I'm incorporating Ayurveda and functional medicine to make it a full system of healing. And I'm so excited to be sharing this with you because this is my dream. This is what I have been working on for myself and for so many people in my life. And now I will be teaching you how to go through that step by step. So that's what we're doing in the March course. And I was on the phone with women this morning and we are filling up so fast and it's so exciting because it's it's not just people that have never tried any of this. It's people that maybe they're working with a functional medicine doctor, but they really want a community of people that understand what they're going through. And they need to be able to ask questions more often than once every two weeks or once, once a month with their doctor. And that's what I'm here for, to support you and to be a sounding board and to talk through things that you may not understand or you need a little more explanation on. And so everyone that is joining us for this course is so excited to heal their bodies finally from the core, get to the root issues, really clean up their diet and get really clear about their intentions, how to detox, working through their emotions and healing their gut. So I cannot wait for all of you to join us for healing as well. If you want to join the course, make sure you go to thisistheplatform.com slash healing and sign up. Again, we are filling up super fast. So I don't want you to miss out on this. It's a huge opportunity for you to learn a lot of important information 
And again, I'm making this so simple for you. So I know that you can do it. And I'm very excited. So on that note, one of the things that I talked to the girls about this morning, and I get a lot of questions about is, how do you find a functional medicine doctor? Well, let me tell you something. (laughs) I found a functional medicine doctor because I was listening to my girlfriend's podcast, Jordan Younger, The Balanced Blonde. That's my girl. She saved my life. I owe her everything. But she was talking about Dr. Lekos. She kept saying functional medicine doctor. And I'm like, what is this thing you are talking about? In all of my research in 13 years, that was never something that came up. And so I called her and I said, give me the scoop. And she sent me to Dr. Lekos and she was like, look, he is healing my gut. I haven't felt this good in so long. He gets it. He spends so much time with me. You have to see him. And so I went and saw him. And as you guys know, my life has absolutely changed. And he is one of my favorite people in the whole world as a person and as a doctor. And I've learned so much from him. So here's what I will say. Google is awesome. You can Google functional medicine doctors in your area. Integrative health practitioner or doctor is basically the same thing. So you can Google both of those. And that's the first place to start. The second is, I really recommend if you want someone that is willing to work with you from a distance and you can have a little more support um, regularly from one of his team members and get the testing for a lower price. Not as extensive as many testings, but he does an incredible job of really running the gamut of what you need to do. Dr. Stephen Cabral is someone I highly recommend. He was on the show. If you haven't listened to his episode, definitely go back and listen to that. He's a functional medicine doctor, an Ayurvedic doctor, and a naturopath. And so he blends all of this together, very similar to what I'm creating, which is why I'm so obsessed with him. And he gets you the testing. You can just order it online. It's like a welcome kit. And I believe someone told me the other day, I think it's like $600, which is a lot cheaper than most things you're going to find out there. And you don't have to go into his office. You can live far away. And then you can, over the phone or Skype, however they do it, talk to him or his team, get your results, and then work through a program to find out if you have mold toxicity or if you have leaky gut or whatever it is that you're dealing with. They'll help you create a program from that. And it's great to have that testing. I highly recommend it if you are able to do that. So that is what I would say. There are functional medicine doctors all over the world. And truly, if you Google it, you will find someone, whether they're in your area or like Dr. Cabral can take you over the phone. You just have to do a little research, but this is your health people. And I ask you to spend a little time researching for yourself. I did it for 13 years. I continue to do it now. I'm in Ayurveda school. I am in integrative health practitioner program. I am doing all the things still because I care about this so much. And this is your health and your life on the line. And you need to advocate for yourself. So do the research and see what's out there. So a hot topic right now, which I wrote a blog about, is IUDs, birth control, and breast implants. 
and how they make you sick and contribute to your inflammation. So I had an IUD. Really wish I hadn't gotten it, but I did. So my OB put it in and shortly thereafter, I'm telling you maybe a week, I had been feeling pretty good. All of my autoimmune symptoms came back. My inflammation, brain fog, fatigue, body pain. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm eating clean. I haven't done anything. What's going on? It took me four months to realize it was the IUD. And I remember the day I was sitting there and I thought, okay, I've done all the right things. What am I missing? What am I missing? And then I was like, oh my God, I got the IUD. I was like, there's no way it can be that. Well, Google again, I Google IUDs and autoimmune disease. Can of worms, people. I learned so much from so many women that had gone through the same exact thing. They got the IUD. I had the copper IUD. It doesn't matter whether you got the copper or the hormonal one. They get the IUD. All their symptoms come back. They get the IUD out, immediately feel better. I'm like, what the hell? How did my doctor not tell me about this? She knows my medical history. She knows how sick I am. Why on earth would she not tell me? So I'm like, screw this. I make the appointment to get the IUD out and I show up at her office and she's like, why are we taking this out? It's only been four months. And I said to my since-fired doctor, I said, I did a ton of research on this and all my autoimmune symptoms came back and it's from this. And she said, there's absolutely no way that that's possible. I've never heard of that, that it doesn't cause systemic inflammation. There's no problem. And you don't even have the one with hormones. There's no way. And we got in a fight in the doctor's office. And I said, take this out right now. So with one of the most painful procedures ever, she yanked that thing off my uterus. You guys, my pain, my brain fog, my fatigue went away the next day. I am not lying to you. (laughs) That's how stupid this is. So think about it. You're putting a foreign object in your body that causes inflammation. That's how part of how it keeps you from getting pregnant. So if you have something in your body that is made to cause inflammation, it's going to cause systemic inflammation, which means it's going to set your immune system on fire and cause inflammation everywhere, which is then going to trigger all of your autoimmune, chronic illness, whatever symptoms. Now, looking back and talking about it to you, it makes so much sense. I can't believe I didn't think of this. I like to think I'm a smart person that I think through things, but here we are. So that is my IUD story. Birth control, which I was on from the time I was 15 until 26, I took oral contraceptives. I took mostly seasonal, which meant I only had my period four times a year which is so unhealthy. And I didn't know that birth control causes leaky gut. So it causes permeation and holes in the lining of your gut. So there's that. (laughs) That's, That's my whole thing about birth control. There's a lot of other things that go into it. It masks symptoms. It causes infertility. 
and it creates a whole slew of hormonal issues that when you come off of it, your whole body just is absolute chaos. So I got off birth control a long time ago because I realized that it was harming me and I knew about the leaky gut. I didn't know that the IUD that I got after that was going to cause so many problems. So birth control, leaky gut, you should know that. Now, breast implants, I didn't know about until recently. I don't have breast implants. I got my B cups and I'm rolling with them. But breast implants are the same as the IUD. So you have a foreign object in your body and it's going to cause chronic inflammation. And there are so many women that are coming out now talking about all of the different illnesses and chronic fatigue and autoimmune symptoms and things like that that happen from having breast implants. And so they're having explant surgeries now and they feel amazing afterwards. They're losing weight, their brain fog goes away, they have energy again, their pain is gone. So I highly recommend if you do have breast implants or you're thinking about them or you have friends with them, please talk to them about this, send them some research. It's really scary and you just don't want to be putting foreign objects in your body, especially if you're already prone to inflammation. Do not do that. And if you have them, really look into getting them out. I know there are a lot of doctors that do the explant surgery. Let's talk about bath time because that's a natural segue. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Even all those years in television, I just don't know how to transition into talking about bath time from breast implants, but we're going to do it. So bath time has become one of my new favorite things. Aside from my morning routine, my bath time two or three times a week is so sacred. And I do something similar to what I do in the morning. I turn on my calm music. I light candles. I turn all the lights off. I do my bubble bath. I use my Piracy bubble bath. And I do Epsom salts. And I'm in there for 20 minutes to 45 minutes. Sometimes I'll do a meditation recording. Other times I'll just get really calm and clear and relaxed. And it has been really transformative for my body because I am working out. And so the Epsom salt is so incredible. Um, It also helps detox. So if you are detoxing, baths are really amazing for that. And I think mentally, it just puts me in such a place of ease that at night, I'm so calm and ready to go to sleep. And so I notice that it really impacts my sleep when I do take that time to take a bath. So I highly recommend if you're not currently taking baths, to schedule that in for yourself. Even if it's not at night, even if it's in the morning, you decide that when you get up in the morning, you're going to take a bath to start your day. I think that's beautiful. So that is my tip of the day. I had a Galentine's party. I had all my girlfriends over. I've talked a little bit about the bullying that I experienced. And I actually posted about this the other day. And I received so many messages from people crying, reading it. That wasn't really my goal. I was just trying to be honest about something that I have gone through from a young age up into adulthood of women bullying me and telling me I should kill myself and trying to get me fired from jobs and um, saying really horrible things behind my back. And so I had avoided women for so long. And then over the last year, year and a half, I really wanted to have this amazing tribe of women. And I have manifested or 
brought into my life, all of these incredible women that I am so grateful for. And it's fun because I have friends from different parts of my life. And so every time I have an event or I have people over, I'm introducing these different groups. And you know, when you go to a party and you have different friends over and they don't know each other and it's super awkward and like people make really weird small talk and they're like, oh, I'm going to get some more wine, but their wine glass is full because they want to escape the situation. I have been there. (laughs) That doesn't happen anymore. And I think the reason for that is that I have brought so many incredible women together that are genuine and authentic and really... They want to help other people and they're not in it for themselves. No one shows up here trying to make a show about themselves and, Hey, look at me. I'm so special. I'm so awesome. Everyone walks in the room so excited to learn about other people and see how they can support one another. I can't tell you how many conversations happened where so many of my friends are now working together. And it's not a networking event. But people genuinely listen to each other and share what they're doing and share what they need. Like, oh my God, I don't know how to make a website. It's really stressing me out. And they end up talking to Lena, who is amazing at creating a website. She did mine and so many other people's. And now she's working for a ton of my friends. But it's these natural introductions that you make where people come from such a genuine place of wanting to support each other that you have all these beautiful friendships that are created. And I just wanted to share that with you because I think it can be super frustrating to be a woman and go to events where there's cattiness, there's jealousy, there's small talk. And you leave thinking, why the hell did I put on a dress and lipstick to come to this? I got nothing positive out of it. It's bad energy. It's toxic. And I just didn't feel good about it. So then you just don't go to things. I really encourage you to just start with one person. Find that one person that you really can look to that is authentic and good energy and just brings a lot of value to your life and build upon that. And then find one more person and then one more person. And then you just start bringing together all these incredible people and you're all in a room playing Golden Girls Clue or trying to play. We could never figure it out which then turns into we turned all the lights down, lit some candles, and we started pulling cards and having this super spiritual ceremony and sharing where everyone is almost in tears and talking about what they're going through or how their card resonates with them. It was unbelievable. I can't even believe that happened. And I'm just super grateful. And so I just want you to know that that's possible for you. And all you have to do is just find that one person and build upon that and start attracting that incredible tribe that you're really longing for. One of the questions I got was about Detox Market, which is an online clean beauty marketplace. And I'm a huge fan of them. I think they have a ton of great products. And if you're looking for non-toxic products, that is definitely a great place to go. They don't carry all of the brands I use like Beauty Counter and Puracy. And so I don't always shop with them, but they definitely have some incredible brands. So I do recommend using them for sure. They have RMS Beauty and Suntegrity and some other brands that I use and have loved. So yes, definitely thumbs up. They have high standards and they don't mess around. So 
If you're trying to find places to shop, that is a great one. If you want things like Beauty Counter or Piracy or Fleur, come to my shop and all of that is there. We're not as mainstream. I like boutique companies that are doing amazing work. And so that's where I keep all of those to share with you. I got a great question about liver detoxing and how to do it. And I think this looks different for everyone, but what I have done and what I feel works is a lot of a lot of different things, to be honest. I've done different variations of detoxes. I had some heavy metals, arsenic, lead, and mercury. And so Dr. Lekos and I did a chelation round, I think once. I don't think I did it twice. So that got a lot of that out of my liver and out of my system. And then energy bits and recovery bits are chlorella and spirulina tablets that I have used. Those are amazing for cleaning your liver. So those are in my shop as well at thisistheplatform.com slash shop. You can get those and they're incredible. There's just They're just these little bits and they're food. You can chew them if you want. But they're very potent and they do a lot of great work on cleaning and detoxing your system. So that's something that I always recommend for people that are looking to do a liver detox. Celery juice is awesome. I don't recommend it for people that have gut issues though. So if you have leaky gut or you're dealing with anything like SIBO or you don't do well breaking food down, then I wouldn't recommend that. But if your gut is more healed and you digest things well and you don't get bloated and have diarrhea or constipation, then celery juice is great. I do it probably three or four times a week. And I don't do necessarily 16 ounces. I'll keep it between 8 and 10 usually. I just notice that if I have too much, I don't feel great. So I try and keep it um, in moderation. But I do really believe that it's amazing for your liver and also your skin. My skin glows when I have celery juice. So if that's something that you're interested in, I highly recommend it. And then there's things that you can do like following the autoimmune protocol is really good for detoxing your liver. And I like it when I'm not having too much meat because too much meat puts a load on your liver and so does too much fat. So you want to be careful about how much you're incorporating. But I... Love the autoimmune protocol because it gets the inflammation out, it gets the heat out, and not having caffeine and stimulants, those are all really important for detoxing the liver. And doing things like enemas are really amazing. Make sure that you go through a protocol to prep your body and you're not just going crazy and doing enemas left and right because there is a proper way to do it. But those are all amazing ways to support your liver detox, as well as drinking tons of water and really clean organic tea and making sure that you're flushing it out, putting salt in your water so that you can absorb it. And um, putting lemon in your water is really amazing too. Start your day with warm water with lemon. I highly recommend that if you are looking to detox your liver. Someone asked about dealing with anxiety. and. I have had a lot of anxiety in my entire life from a very young age. I've always been a perfectionist and type A and wanted to be a certain way. And I have a lot of anxiety around around disappointing people and things not going well. And if I have an expectation and things don't turn out that way, 
I definitely freak out. Like if I think that we're going to the movies tonight and 10 minutes before that plane gets canceled, I don't necessarily handle that very well. And I'm better than I used to be, but it's still something that kind of gets to me. So my answer for dealing with anxiety is first, meditation is really amazing. That has allowed me to find quiet and space in my mind and to really learn how to breathe as I take a deep breath talking about anxiety. Without breath, anxiety can be crippling. And I used to have a lot of anxiety attacks and panic attacks. And what I learned is that when I got control of my breath and I could really get focused on it and let my belly rise and my belly go down, even putting your hand on your stomach and just breathing from your diaphragm, that can really help with your anxiety. And I posted something earlier today because I drove over scissors in the street. And the old version of Kelly would have absolutely freaked out. I probably would have started crying. I would have been so upset. I probably would have called my mom and said, Oh my God, what do I do? My tire, I'm driving. Do I pull over? I don't know. Why would someone put scissors in the street? Why does this happen to me? And it would have like taken me down this rabbit hole. Instead, I started laughing (laughs) as my car started making sounds as I'm... I don't even know what that would be, but I'm trying to drive down the road. And I did call my mom, but I called my mom laughing. And later that day, I kind of looked back and I thought, hmm, that's an interesting response from me. I really gave myself credit for how much growth I've gone through in that respect of, okay, it's really not that big of a deal. I'm going to have to go and call someone and have them come fix the tire. I called the guy. So he came and fixed the tire. And then today I went and had it replaced because I ruined it because I drove on it when it was exploding. So that was a bad idea, but I didn't freak out about it. And I just... I'm so proud of myself that I was able to grow in that way and realize that at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. I don't have to make it a whole thing and freak out because it just doesn't matter. It's a damn tire and there are things in life that matter more. So that's part of how I deal with my anxiety is just kind of brush off things that aren't a big deal and don't matter. And I just have perspective now. And in my old age of 31, I'm learning a lot about life and Going through important things should make you feel a certain way. Going through things like your tire blowing out, I was safe, I was never in danger, just doesn't matter. So just having perspective and realizing that we can't have control over everything. And sometimes you just got to laugh it off or let it go and move on with your day. And I didn't let it affect any of the conversations I had later that day. I came into my workout with good energy. I was running late to my chiropractor appointment. But I didn't go in freaking out and telling this dramatic story of how there's scissors and how my whole day was ruined. It's like, sorry, scissors in my tire. Let's get let's get on with this, you know? So I think that is just a really amazing way to handle anxiety. And I commend you for asking that question because I know it can be really hard and sometimes debilitating, but just taking the time to breathe can be one of the best ways to work through that. The next question that I got is, 
probably my favorite because this is something that I've asked myself and has caused me confusion over the last year, just trying to figure out what it is I'm doing and how I feel and what I believe in. So someone asked, can I believe in Jesus and energy and the spiritual world at the same time? Such an amazing question. And I'm sure so many of you have the same question. I've actually had some really in-depth chats with some of my girlfriends about this who are very religious or are Christian and they go to church and they're open to what I talk about when it comes to spirituality and talking about my angels and my guides and all the healers I see. But they just wonder what that correlation looks like. And here's what I'll say, because I don't think I'm an expert on this, but this is my take and this is how I feel and what answer I would give any of my friends if they asked me this. I believe in God. So when I talk about God or the universe, I am talking about the same thing. I believe that there's a higher power that created all of this and that there is something bigger than me and that there is destiny and there is, you know, I'm someone that talks about everything happens for a reason and that there are forces beyond me at play and that. When I talk about guides and angels, I really believe that those are angels under God and they're here to protect us and take care of us, whether there are loved ones that have passed on or angels and spirits that are sort of assigned to us to guide us in this life. And so for me, it's really the same thing. I don't look at don't look at it any differently. I was raised very Catholic. I went to my catechism classes and all of those kinds of things, but it never really resonated with me. This resonates with me. I hold crystals and I journal to the universe, which is God to me. And I ask for guidance. I say that I am grateful every single day for that guidance and for the help and for allowing things to align in my life and for the positive energy. And even the bad things that I feel like happen, happen for a reason and, and all the lessons that I learned. So I think even if you are someone that calls yourself religious, I don't really feel like we're very different. We may just talk about it differently. I do believe in past lives and reincarnation and things like that. So maybe that's not something that we would agree on. But for the most part, I think it's pretty much in line. And so yes, I do believe that you can you can believe in both. I think that Whatever it is that you believe in that makes you a good person and you treat people well and you take care of yourself and you do things for other other people, whatever that force is, I'm okay with. <laughs> because I think we all have to have our thing that drives us and helps us find peace or helps us during difficult times or gives us you know gratitude for whatever it is that we're going through. And so... However you can find that within yourself and within your daily life, I support that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with you calling your universe God or me calling your God the universe. As long as we're being good people and it makes us feel good and we're learning and being grateful along the way, then I think it's a beautiful practice. So that is my answer for that. So the last question I wanted to address was what I do to love myself daily? And this is such a beautiful question. I'm so excited to talk about this. So 
I haven't always liked myself. And it wasn't until the last couple of years where that has really changed for me. And I think part of that was because I was really living inauthentically and I didn't feel like I was being honest with myself about who I was or what I wanted. And so over the last year or so, especially as I got really sick and was in bed so much and then quit my job, I really had to get clear about what I was doing for me and what decisions I was making that were for me and my my higher self, my best life, my health, all of those things. And how I was just answering to me and not anyone else. Because for so long, I just did what I thought other people wanted me to do. And that wasn't healthy. And so I've reworked my whole life to love myself daily. So I quit my job and I created the platform to love myself daily, to do something that fulfilled me and made me truly happy on a daily basis. And I can say still to this day, every day that I am working, I am so happy. Even when there are difficult days and I want to throw my phone out the window because (laughs) something's not working or something's not going the way I wanted it to, I'm still really happy because serving women and helping them on their healing journeys makes me so happy. And I get to love myself through that and know that I have stepped into my bigger purpose and my role in this world and what I really feel like I'm called to do. So I think that's the first thing is really doing the thing that I love and I get to call that work, which is pretty amazing. And then my morning routine is really what I do to tap into loving myself and spending time for me. It's just for me. No one else is involved. Even when my girlfriend Stephanie was here, we did magic mornings together. We journaled and we pulled cards and we talked. Even with her here, it felt like it was for me. I wasn't doing it for her. We were both doing it for ourselves and we got so much out of it. And it was just extra amazing energy together that we were able to create. And so journaling for me is really important to give back to myself to find that quiet time. I'm a different person when I journal in the morning. I'm so much more calm when I pick up my phone, when I answer emails, when I post things on Instagram or I share with people. I am so much more grounded and I am very centered in who I am and the way I feel about myself. And when I don't have that journaling in that quiet time, I sort of lose sight of what I'm doing and what's driving me. So that's one of the most important things. And then I think the last thing that has really been crucial is saying no. And I know this is hard for a lot of you. I hear from you often about how difficult it is socially to advocate for yourself and say no. And what I've learned over the years of being super sick is that when I don't say no, I'm not taking care of myself and then I'm the one paying for it. No one else is. So if I choose to go out when I'm not feeling well, or it's something that I just don't personally want to do, no one else is going to feel bad the next day because I went out until one o'clock in the morning and was drinking or was at an event that really just didn't light my fire. They don't care. It's only going to affect me. And at the end of the day, they're not really worried if I'm there or not. And so learning to say no and decide where I was going to put my time and energy was a huge shift. So I'm not that social anymore. 
And I'm okay with that because I know that personally for myself, being introverted and having chronic health issues for so long, it's really important for me to be at home alone in the quiet to recharge. If I'm with people too much or if I have to be on and giving my energy to so many people, I just don't do well with that. So my friends know that I'm not going to say yes to things all the time. And I'm not the super fun friend that's going to, on a whim, go out to a club with you or go on a random trip because that's just not how I live my life. And even though I'm incorporating more fun into my life, this is how I like to live. And this is what makes me feel best. And I don't feel like I need to apologize for that. There's nothing wrong with saying no and advocating for yourself. And if that means you don't do a holiday with your family, or if you don't go on a trip, or if you don't go to your friend's birthday party because the energy of the other people there doesn't settle well with you, then that's okay. You don't have to apologize. It's your life. It's no one else's. And your real friends and your family will understand. The people that are not meant to be in your life, you get to let go lovingly and say, thank you, but you no longer fit in my life. And that's okay because you're doing what's best for you. And I'm a huge advocate for that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love sharing myself with you. I love answering your questions. Don't forget to join us for our March course. I'm really, really excited about it. And I can't wait to chat with you. So make sure you go to thisistheplatform.com slash healing to sign up and to learn more. And as always, if you ever have any questions, I love chatting with you. So you can email me at any time at kelly at thisistheplatform.com or reach out to me on my Instagram. It's Kelly M. Tennant. You can see me being ridiculous every day wearing the same robe. Sometimes I don't shower. I'm not apologizing for that because it's my life. Um, But you guys can get a feel for what I'm doing on a daily basis. And I really do love connecting with you. So thanks for listening to my second solo episode. I hope you're enjoying this and learning a lot of things that you can implement into your life. We'll have another amazing conversation for you in just a few days on the platform podcast. But in the meantime, have an amazing day and we'll see you soon.